You are Locked On Horn Frogs. Your daily podcast on the TCU Horn Frogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Okay, welcome into Locked On Horn Frogs. It is Thursday, March 11th. I appreciate you joining me. I'm Stephen Simcox, your host. And let's just jump right into it. Uh, TCU basketball, I believe their season came to an end on Wednesday night. The men fell to Kansas State 71-50. to It was an ugly, ugly game. The Frogs, again, really, really struggled to score. Um, not a good night for anybody offensively. R.J. Nemhard led the way in the scoring department. He had 11 points. Mike, he was the only player in double digits. Mike Miles had nine. Um, overall, the Frogs shot 37% from the field and 21% from three. And they were never really in this one. Uh, you know, Kansas State jumped out to an early lead, and TCU went on a nice run and actually took a four-point lead. They were up 23-19 to um, with a couple minutes left in the first half. And over the final 23 minutes of that game, TCU only scored 27 points. And Kansas State went on a big-time run, never looked back, and they dispatched the Frogs pretty easily, 71-50. to So, barring a really surprising invite to the NIT, the NIT is going to happen. Um, it's going to be in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, some of the games we've played in Denton. So, unless a bunch of people say, hey, we're not really interested in playing in the NIT, and maybe it would make sense to invite TCU over because uh, they're close by, I just don't see any way this team is playing postseason basketball this year. Which brings me to what I want to talk about. Uh, I do not claim to be and hope I, I don't come off as hot take guy. I try to be very honest and very fair and measured in my opinions. And I don't like calling for people, people's jobs. I don't. It's not something I enjoy doing. I think athletic departments can be um, too quick to let people go and not let things play out. But I think it's time to move on from Jamie Dixon at TCU. And I hate to say that because I was super excited when they hired him. Um, I thought it was a, a slam dunk, a great fit. Even when he flirted openly, I mean, flirted is is maybe too, um, that might be underselling it. Like, Jamie Dixon wanted to go coach at UCLA. He wanted to be the head coach there. And basically, uh, TCU didn't want to pay the buyout, and UCLA said, well, we like you, Jamie, but we don't want you that bad, so you can just stay where you're at. And even in that situation where there were some TCU fans that said, and I think wisely so, why would we bend over backwards for a guy to stay here if he doesn't want to be here? Like, if you don't want to be here, then move on. I thought they made the right decision. I, I just felt like Jamie was the guy that was going to get this program to a place it had never really been. And even if it is kind of awkward and clunky, you got to do whatever you can to keep him around. Well, since then, things have regressed dramatically. I mean, over the first three seasons of his tenure, they won an NIT championship. They made the NCAA tournament, which is something I didn't think we would see for a long, long time. And they made the NIT Final Four. Since then, they have not made the postseason. Um, of course, last year, things got shut down. But I don't think they would have been in an IT team. 
We obviously don't know that for sure. This season, it, it looks like they're not going to make the postseason either. They have one commit for next year's class. The JUCO center. And that's it. And I don't see a lot of cause for optimism. They went 1-7 in their last eight games, including the loss to Kansas State on Wednesday night. All those losses were about eight points or more. And in all those games, it never really felt like they were going to win. I mean, they got beat handily in, in the majority of them. They've been beaten twice by K-State this year. K-State's not a good basketball team. They're most likely going to get blitzed by Baylor on Thursday afternoon. Aside from a couple wins against Oklahoma State, it's been a pretty bleak year for TCU basketball. And I don't have a lot of causes for optimism. I think this core group is going to be coming back next year. But Mike Miles is really the only guy that I look at and think, oh, yeah, that's a player you can build around. And no disrespect to R.J. Nimhart. I like him. I think he is a, a good player, a really good scorer. But Mike Miles, to me, is the guy that can be electric. Jamie's just not bringing in the talent. He's not coaching these guys up. They're not buying into the system. And I put this out on Twitter on Wednesday night. I was like, I, I just think it's time to move on. And some people pushed back and were like, what are you talking about? This is not a good job. It's not a good Power 5 job. And I understand the sentiment there. TCU has just about zero history in basketball. But also, you're in the middle of Dallas-Fort Worth. Like, you can't convince a couple of guys to stay home there, but convince Mike to stay home. He's from Lancaster. But they should be bringing in more talent. And recruiting has just been non-existent as of late. And this year was an embarrassment. Now, I I know the next question is, who do you bring in? And it's a valid one. I don't know the exact answer to that. But I know that this is not working. And finishing eighth in the Big 12 and getting bounced by K-State in the opening round of the Big 12 tournament? There's only so many more places you can go and be bad. So... To me, there's no energy. There's no momentum. I don't see a lot of... This is not a a young team. I mean, it's a young team, but it's not a young team where I'm just like, oh, next year, once they figure some things out, they're about to take off. That's not what I'm feeling from the TC basketball program right now. And I believe it's time to make a change and go in a different direction and part ways with Jamie Dixon. We'll talk about that more in the next segment. But first, I want to tell you about Rock Auto. Today's show is presented by Rock Auto. Reliable, low prices, amazing selection, all the parts your car will ever need. You go to rockauto.com today. And as I said in that tag there, there are so many great things about Rock Auto, but one of the biggest is they have a, an amazing selection. So getting car parts and trying to find the right uh, parts for your vehicle can be overwhelming. But Rock Auto makes it easy. They help you out. They let you compare manufacturers, compare prices. They have good low prices. They're not going to rip you off. RockAuto.com is a family-owned business. They have a uh, How'd You Hear About Us 
section of their website. Make sure you click the Locked On Network so they know that we sent you. RockAuto.com. Go there today. Again, amazing selection, reliable low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Back on Locked On Horn Frogs, your daily TCU podcast. I'm Stephen Simcox, and I want to continue this conversation about Jamie Dixon and his future at TCU. You know, somebody asked me on Twitter, it, it, I believe it's <laughs> it was Gary Patterson, but not the coach Gary Patterson. There's another Gary Patterson who is a TCU fan who interacts with me on Twitter from time to time and listens to the pod, and I appreciate you, Gary. And I have a lot of questions about how people uh, kind of receive you since you are named Gary Patterson and share that name with our beloved coach. But anyway, I digress. And he was just asking me, because I, I said on Twitter on Thursday, or you're listening to this Thursday, I said on Wednesday, I think it's time to move on from Jamie Dixon. And he asked me, he was like, well, what do you think went wrong? Because this did start out pretty promising. And it did. I mean, they caught fire towards the end of the year, at year one, and they end up winning an NIT title, which for this program was very, very exciting. They made the tournament, the NCAA tournament in year two, got upset by Syracuse, but still, they were in the NCAA tournament. The TCU Horn Frogs were. That was a thing that happened. And I was amazed because I thought this was going to be a five- or six-year turnaround. And I think that getting in the tournament in year two actually kind of hurt Jamie because it raised expectations. It was like, oh, you can do that that fast? Well, then that should become the norm now, and that has not been the case. But those teams that he had early on, I think they were underrated in how talented they were. Kendrick Williams, NBA player. I mean, a role player, but on an NBA roster. Plays significant minutes for the Thunder on a night-in, night-out basis. You had a young Desmond Bain, who had a great night for the Grizzlies. He had 20 points on Wednesday. If you're looking for some positives in CCU Athletics. In the basketball department, Desmond Bain turning into a real deal pro. Alex Robinson was a really good point guard, and I think Alex would have played in the league if he had a jump shot. Jalen Fisher, really good scorer. And my goodness, if he could have stayed healthy, maybe we're having a much different discussion about this program right now. You go on the list, I mean, there were some dudes on those teams. Kawat Noy. Big, tall, lanky. J.D. Miller, solid player, could score, was a versatile big that could step outside and hit some jump shots. Vladimir Bransky went on to have an international career. Is having an international career playing basketball. Good player, could shoot the three, could go inside and do work. Good defender, rebounder. Brandon Parrish. Kicked around playing some international ball for the first couple years post-TCU. Great shooter. I mean, you just go down the list, and, and those were good players that got them to a level that I think we didn't expect that quickly. And they haven't replenished that well, and they've had some bad luck. I mean, Jalen Fisher transferred. You lost some of those guys in the NBA. So I'm not saying that's easy to do, but that's your job. And they haven't done that well. I just, I mean, this team, I, I think it's very different 
just on the floor. They're like their their talent. Mike Miles, good player. RJ Nemhart, good player. Kevin Samuel, wish you got the ball more. Good defensive player. And then once you get past that, and I, I don't want to like bag on this team, but Chuck O'Bannon, I mean a decent shooter. That's about it. Has been in and out of the lineup. Francisco Farabello missed basically the whole season. Hope Francisco heals well and heals quickly. I know he's dealing with a heart issue. So wishing him all the best. Isley. Taryn Todd. I mean, players that were coming off the bench that you thought could be impactful aren't doing it. P.J. Fuller. The improvement from year one to year two just hasn't really been there. And I'm sure part of that was COVID-related. And this is a team that's been affected by COVID-19 like everyone else around the country. They didn't miss many games, but they missed a lot of practices because of it. So it's tough to get in a rhythm when you can't get on the floor together. All that being said, though, they are in a bad place right now. I mean, just getting blown, got blown up by Kansas State. And Kansas State closed the season well. Like Bruce Weber has figured something out there. But still, they won four Big 12 games. I mean, a couple of those were against Iowa State. They got one big win against Oklahoma, and that's it. And I just feel like there's nothing really in this program right now that's trending upwards. I'm not sure who they go get in return, but I think Jamie has gotten to a place of of stagnancy and sort of plateaued in a way that's just not acceptable. It's not. And, I mean, I was on campus during the Trent Johnson era. I saw them get beat to a pulp by just about everybody. I was lucky enough to see them beat Kansas one time. Still one of the funniest things that's ever happened ever in sports. So I understand where we've been and where we are. But I think if we look back, where we've been and where we are right now aren't that different. I mean, Trent did have one team that went 5-13 and 13 in conference play and won a Big 12 tournament game. This team went 5-11 and 11 in conference play. They did not win a tournament game. I just believe it's time for new leadership there at TCU Basketball. If you're going to get some momentum, if you're going to capitalize on some things, if you're going to get rolling, it's what you have to do. We'll close up shop with some news and notes, but first, let's discuss Built Bar. Built Bar is doing a really cool promotion right now. It's Built Bar Madness. They're pairing some of their best flavors against one another and declaring a winner. You can go to BuiltBar.com and vote, or you can go to the Twitter feed, Built Bar on Twitter. And don't forget to order some Built Bars. They're delicious. They're good for you. If you use the promo code Locked On, you'll get 20% off your next order. Again, that's 20% off your next order. And that promo code, excuse me, it's Locked On 20. Locked On 20. Go get some protein today. It's good fuel for your body. It's healthy and it tastes delicious. And don't forget to vote on those Built Bar Madness polls. That's from our friends at Built Bar. 
Finally, betonline.ag. They got lines, live lines for all these conference tournaments. NCAA tournament is right around the corner. A week from today, we will be watching uh, a bunch of games. 16 games in one day. So make sure you have all the information you need to make a lot of money. Again, that's betonline.ag run by Lee Sterling from Paramount Sports. Start making some cash today. Final segment here on Locked on Horn Frogs. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher, on Spotify, wherever it is that you listen to your podcast. I'd appreciate it if you do that. Also, rate me, review me, interact with me on Twitter. You can find me at Simcox Steven. You can find the show at Locked on TCU. Let me know what you're thinking. Do you think it's time to move on from Jamie Dixon? Do you feel like he needs to stick around for a little while longer? Just my two cents, I don't think they're going to fire him. I feel like they're going to let Jamie have another season under normal circumstances to try to turn this thing around. And if you believe he's earned that, I think that's fair. I just feel like it's time to move on. But I don't think that's what TCU is going to do. So we'll see. We'll obviously monitor that moving forward. TCU baseball bounced back nicely tonight and got a victory. They went over UTSA 6-3, to and they will now start a weekend series against Gonzaga tomorrow night, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Gonzaga played Texas Tech tough in a couple midweek games. They played Tech on Tuesday and Wednesday. And both those games were run, one-run games, excuse me. So not sure how they kind of manipulated their pitching staff, but I would expect a tough, hard-fought series this weekend against a Gonzaga team that pushed uh, Texas Tech pretty hard. Also tonight in TCU Athletics, the TCU women are taking on Kansas at 5 o'clock. Ladies looking to make a run in the Big 12 tournament. That is their only hope for postseason play, so good luck to Reagan Peebley squad as they take on Kansas at 5 o'clock this afternoon. And we'll have plenty of coverage of baseball, basketball, and, yes, off-season football, all that coming tomorrow. This is Locked on Horned Frogs, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.